0: Bill Wilson and Michael Lynn White will talk to some of these amazing people about topics that interest
1: you and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a
0: dang on the Mr. Murfreesboro Show.
1: You are listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show here on WGNS. I am Michael Lynn White, along with my co-host, Bill Wilson.
2: Hey, everybody and let's 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 go braves
1: let's go braves bill's dying to know what's going on with the score so y'all better keep up with us on facebook you can listen to us on the radio of course online at wgnsradio.com and also if you want to see our live feed and chat with us live there you can head on over to the mr Murfreesboro facebook page and we're live there and you can also call in and ask us a question at
2: Uh, 615-893-1450.
1: Yes, and we know that you're going to want to call in or at least comment on Facebook because we have a very special guest tonight. He is one of Bill's friends, and he is also the husband of our guest from last week. It is Mr. Tommy Davidson, also known as Good Time Tommy. Welcome.
2: GTT
3: Holmes. Thank you.
1: We are so excited to have you in the studio tonight with us at 9 o'clock. It's a
3: pleasure. This is the only thing that could keep me up this late on Sunday night. How nice. And you're a big Braves fan, too, aren't you? I'm not a big Braves fan. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I'm for them, but I I really don't
2: don't, care. You're not really
3: a sports guy, even
2: though you did play
3: football.
1: I'm a
2: a
3: huge college football fan, and Mm -hmm. I do watch NFL, but um, the Braves, I hope they win, but I'm not really going to watch it.
2: You're a Notre Dame fan.
3: Die-hard Notre why, Dame fan. Why
2: have you always... Lindsey Nelson. Do you remember on Sunday mornings? As a
3: matter of fact, that's why I became a Notre Dame fan. because Lindsey Nelson? I would re-watch the game on Sunday mornings, and that, that was all I could do at my grand, my grandmother's house. And um, I just became a fan. And then when Lou Holtz took over in 1986, yeah. I became like a big, big Notre Dame fan. It was like religion to you. It still is. And you have you been to touchdown jesus i've been right up to touchdown Tried to jump up there and give him a high five but i couldn't <laughs> get up that high oh
1: my goodness well we, let's take a minute uh like we said earlier gtt's wife Brittany says hello on facebook is so we want to say you? hello Brittany. what's up girl she and such lee good Kentoff job. says hello bill
2: hi lee and actually lee Kentoff is going to be our guest i, know, I try to take know the, do you know her i know,
3: I know lee well
2: she, I think she's a realtor. She was a realtor. Yeah, I know her. And know she's, her.
3: she's she's. We doing, go way back. We go way back. Well, t- she's cool. our guest
2: next week, Good. and uh, it's going to be a show about veterans. And uh, uh, it's an estimated twenty-two veterans a day are lost to suicide. Yeah, she does
3: twenty-two push-ups. Yeah, every day the mm-hmm. twenty-two push-up
2: mm-hmm. challenge, and she's been kind enough to be our our guest next week.
1: We're excited about that. And Andy's I'm,
2: law. That's it. Andy's law. That's her Andy's brother. law. Yeah. Have well,
1: you gone live yet? are
3: we live we're live on mr murfreesboro are you live i don't see your notification we should we should be live
2: we
1: are live on facebook lee barnes kentoff let's see i'm looking at our facebook share okay let's get into tommy so tommy you are from murfreesboro Yes, ma'am. And what high school did you go to?
3: I went to a, the only high school, Riverdale High School.
1: Riverdale High. I the love the...
3: only one.
1: Okay, so we were talking about, before we went on air, what are the things that we want to talk about? And we decided we want to talk about people, of course. Well, that's why we have a guest in here. And let's we talk want about to know, them
3: behind our back. Yeah,
1: let's do that. Who can we talk <laughs> about? Comment on here who we can talk about. That'll be great. Yeah. Um. So we decided that we're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about money, and we're going to talk about Tommy. I networking. Like, why don't about we start networking? out in networking? But why don't you start off and tell us just a little bit about you, and like after high school and when you started your business, like your backstory. Let's
3: hear the backstory in just well, in ten minutes. <laughs> well, I was uh, after high school. I went to MTSU, and after uh, five five and a half years, I finally got my psychology degree. I was working through college for a mentor, a good friend of mine named Kenny Jones, and Kenny to this day is he's like a very uh, influential person in my life. He was um, uh, like a father, and to to this day, if I have a problem, he's probably one of the few people that I'd go to. And after working for him, he's an, he's an electrical contractor here in town. I uh, got a job as a stockbroker, and I was terrible at it, and hopped around from. One firm to another, and finally, um, I talked to a guy named John Jones. And John was a, also a friend of mine, he's a little bit older, he's like a little bit younger than Bill. But, um, I started working for John, and I've worked for John for about uh, 20 almost. T- I think 2003 is when I started. Right, right, right before, after me. Right when you left is when I, I came. I was there to help get things started. Right. So <laughs> when you I love when John. you when you left, they um, they downgraded to me, and <laughs> I've been with John through good times and bad times.
2: 2007, 2008, all those. Times. We could talk about that for now. hour I quickly. I talk about that how forever. things were. Yeah, how things. Painful lessons. Yes. Learned a lot. Yes.
1: So let's talk about how good time Tommy. <laughs> Okay, we've got some music going on. Bear with us for a second. We don't know what's going on, but there we go. Producer Dalton is here to save the day. Thanks, Dalton. Thank you, Dalton. That was a little (laughs) music break.
3: I like it, Dalton.
1: Okay, exciting. Okay, so Tommy, yeah, tell us about it. Well, a
3: lot of people probably assume Good Time Tommy has something to do with, like, a a drunk guy or somebody out in the bars, and honestly, that is kind of where it came from because once I get a certain amount of alcohol in me, I get real fun. And I'm usually the only person that's having fun. So, <laughs> uh, nobody else liked to be around me and they'd say good time. Tommy's coming out. Well, <clears throat> you're talking about 2000 in 2007, 2008. Those were some really bad times in our business. In Tank real years. Estate. Yeah. So, uh, I moved in with my mom because I was literally going broke. Um, and it, it was a time where, um, I was really starting to figure some stuff out. I was 35 years old. I didn't understand why I was struggling other than the economy was terrible, but I didn't have any internal confidence. Everything that I have was focused on the outside. And I had a man come in my life named Tony Woodall. You know Tony. Big Tony, love Big Tony. him. Tony, he yeah. came in my life and um, we started talking about building everything from the inside or Tony started telling me how everything manifests and grows from within. So I'm just trying to figure things out. And I didn't like who Tommy was at 35, living with his mom, 36, 37 years old. And Tommy just didn't have the juice, the confidence, the desire, all the skills that that, that I wanted to get to another level in my life. So I started writing down these things that this is who I am. This is who I want to be. And Tommy didn't believe enough in himself. So I had to create the Superman version of Tommy. So I wrote these things down, and, I'm, and I said all these things. So I made these things happen. That's how it became Good Time Tommy.
1: What kind of things were you writing down?
2: Were you journaling, or is it stuff, I mean, just like, like goals. goals? Yeah, what were no, you
3: doing? No, no, it was identity. It was identity-driven. I am extremely bold. I'm very confident. I'm very successful. It was creating a new identity to take on this new belief of who I am, where I'm going. So it was really like a... It was kind of like this little gps of myself that was pre-programmed into becoming a better version of me it was right there before you got into real estate or about the same time no bill i'd already been broke i was okay you know, so. okay <laughs>
1: so what i find interesting tommy is that okay what made you want to go into psychology at mtsu
3: hannibal lecter
1: really <laughs>
3: well <laughs> Do you remember that movie? Yeah. Did you I've never that? seen it. The I used to want to be like a serial profiler. It's okay. crazy now. My wife loves watching those old shows.
1: But
3: <laughs> it was that and I hated math.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And I thought, man, I could get through school. I could uh, get this psychology degree and I wouldn't have to worry about math.
1: I know. That's how you tell my story. Now you do a lot so, of math.
3: So, well, I really I don't no. know. But, I mean, uh, uh, my cousin Drew's on mine. Hello, Andre. Thank you for getting on here uh I didn't know your, cousins, he's your my, cousin. He's his his mama is my first cousin. Really? Annie. Okay. Yep.
1: yep. Okay, so psychology because I was just thinking, I think that's cool when especially men because sometimes you know y'all are so try to be so strong to listen to those ideas of writing down and thinking about your identity and things like that. I don't know. I've always found it interesting when a man does that. Yeah,
3: but I, I don't remember any of that. I was a terrible student. That was that was the other reason why good time Tommy had to come across uh, me or how the, another reason why I had to become a good time Tommy because Tommy was very average. average. Time, good time Tommy was not going to stand for any more just getting by. So I was not a very good student. I graduated with maybe a 2.3 GPA. On academic probation. A ba- time or Band two. Wilder was about us,
2: right, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: gosh.
3: Animal House was really more like it for me.
2: Right.
1: Okay. So it's kind of
2: a story of redemption kinda too. I mean you you're well, talking about, well, I just I know for me it's it's that self doubt, Oh, am I good enough? I, or these people aren't gonna like me or yada. I mean, we were just talking about this earlier. You're at a point you don't really
3: No, because what people say about me is really not a reflection of me. It's really what it's a problem they're having. So if I can see something that you're struggling with, it's because I've identified it in myself.
1: If you spot it, you got it. Isn't that what they say, Bill?
3: That's exactly right. That's exactly, Man, you're, this is good stuff, is it? Yeah, no, I mean, really.
1: <laughs> well, tell us, okay, so what was the turning point after you got that and you realized it? What kind of put you over the next level? Well,
3: I don't believe in those aha moments, but I got one for you. Good. So it was February 2013. One of my best friends is Michael Burt, and he had a guy on his show named Grant Cardone. And Grant Cardone was completely obscure to me at the time, 2013. So this was going on eight years ago. Right. So he was talking about so – he, he was saying things, and they were going back and forth. And I just loved the interview. And he said something that finally just hit me, and it brought tears to my eyes because I'm 38 years old, living with my mom. And he said, success is your duty. It's your obligation can't do it for you do it for your. do it for your mom do it for your dad do it for your wife do it for your somebody husband. somebody else yeah and and that's exactly right but in the it, the first thing i thought about was how can my mom be proud of me i'm i'm, I'm living with her 38 39 years old how, how i mean she loves me but is she really proud of me and being a selfish person like i am when you're selfish it's very easy to let yourself down but it was always hard for me to let somebody else down. So finally, I could put it together. I've been letting me down, but I can't keep letting my mom down. So that's really my rock bottom was about 2013. That, that's, that's really when it started clicking for me. When I'm like, hey, I got to get better. I've got to become this other person. And that's that's the time that good time Tommy was. It was not clear, but it the vision was in my. Were there
2: times you're like ready to give up? I mean, were there times where you were like this, or you just got so focused that was it? Like what? What Grant Cardone said. And where's he from? Is he from? He's from Lake,
3: he's from Lake Charles, Louisiana. Okay. No, I've never been one that says I'm going to give up. My hardest thing has uh, where I've struggled, and here's my line today that I say: be committed. The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So I've always been that person that's like commitment, commitment, and Whenever you hear people, whenever I hear people say, "Well, I've got a fear of commitment," to me that says a lot. It ain't you're scared to commit to him or to her. It's really you're scared to commit to your dreams. So from from that point, really, my my everything we do today is built on commitment. That's that's the whole thing. Amen. So.
1: Okay, I like that. So deep. We're
3: very deep. Rutherford.
2: I know.
1: You I get, love it. I
3: I, where's the couch? In here? I'm
2: going to go over and lay down. Go and lay down, Bill.
1: No, so you know what? Good we're stuff. about to take a break, but we're here on the Mr. Murfreesboro Show to be positive, to lift people up. We're not going to get into political uh, stuff and all that. We no. want to know about our people here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Right. All right. So I guess we are going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere because we'll be right back with our guest, Tommy Davidson. I'm not
2: call the hate
0: Grand Slam Collectibles is your place in Murfreesboro to buy, sell, and trade sports cards, collectibles, and memorabilia. Head on over to their website only at GrandSlam.com. They're located at 1254 Northwest Broad Street. You can also reach them by phone at 615-809-2362 or become one of their over 30,000 followers on Facebook at Grand Slam Collectibles 615.
3: Regal Title provides professional closing services with their decades of experience in all types of real estate transactions. They
0: can adapt to any situation and handle it with ease. They will be responsible for safeguarding and properly distributing all transaction funds and documents. When it comes to property rights, Regal Title will provide peace of
3: mind that every customer deserves. You can find them at 316 West Main Street here in Murfreesboro or online at regaltitlellc.com or by phone at 615 295
0: 8042.
1: Welcome back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. I'm Michael Lynn White here with Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson. Hey,
2: everybody! And we're, we're joined special... in the studio with G.T.T. Tommy GTT. Davidson. G.T.T.
1: We've Man. also got Dalton and our other new friend ja- in here, and Jack
2: Jackson. Jackson. He's the new. Are you an associate producer, or are you? Is this your internship? Uh, more of a trainee
3: okay. at the moment.
2: Yeah, okay. How's it going? with If you could rate Dalton right now <laughs> from from a zero to one. From zero
1: to one dalton is a 10.
2: Dalton's is really he, he has whispered to me that he's my boss and so i'm going to not answer that question okay <laughs> i noticed how he was telling me to say
1: that well we appreciate y'all
2: glad y'all are here with us
1: okay so real quick drew kilgore says thomas c davidson dropping voodoo tonight What's that? What is that? That's potato That's,
2: chips. Uh,
3: well, it's uh, it's magic that I talk about in the office. Okay. So <laughs> I, I talk about spiritual alignment and spiritual agreement. And like one of the things we were just talking about off air, like cur- someone's current situation, there is a feeling that they have and a feeling of what they deserve. And if you're not putting forth enough effort, if you're living comfortable, you really don't think you deserve much. So Drew is on my team um so do you, want, you drew, want to tell a story about him he <laughs> sold a, uh that big yeah drew's tell that story i mean well i'll just say this about Drew. drew's on my team he came from the heating and air business and he'll sell over 30 houses is at 23 years old Amazing. And, he, and he sold a million four a main house street house on main street so if uh drew is a uh machine uh, I mean he well for for a 23 year old I mean he's just so much further advanced than like I was at 35 He's zeroed like. in right Focus. No he's he's he uh he's he is focused but he carries himself With a lot of self-assurance He's got a yeah. lot of confidence And yeah. he, he has a big future Coming his way Yeah
1: Well that's awesome Drew How nice
3: And and there's
2: another uh, Fellow down there Josh Who just well, How old is Josh? Well
3: he's 20 But I don't If we're going to start Naming individuals I don't want to leave off There's 20 people there So I, right. don't, I don't want Or I think there's 20 well, So what about, how, what about Stevie Z? What a, Stevie Z another one See I mean If we're going to If we're going to Start talking about He I don't, said I
1: don't, he doesn't Want to talk about okay. I want I, one. Well,
3: the, the reason why Is I don't want to leave somebody out because what i mean you, drew's you put together a brand tom you've put together a brand. I, I know but i, I still um I, the, you can't build a brand without people and i don't want to not talk about somebody and tomorrow they're like hey what didn't you even talk about well, i got that you. is
1: right yeah. well i'm sure that you have put together a great team but i, I will He's I has got do, a good
3: heart too. i do want you to give too. a plug out to my team because okay. i mean the without without them i'm nothing you know, um, I've been in this business 20 years, and I get a lot of credit for what we've accomplished. But I'm I'm really nothing without that power source. Those 15, 16, however many people it is, I'm really very, very obscure and meaningless without them. So I'm very thankful for them. How many homes are you planning on selling this year? Probably 200 to
1: 205. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so let's switch gears a little bit. We decided, okay, we want to talk about relationships this is exciting for me to have two men in the studio to be All able right. to talk about relationships. And Tommy, y'all haven't been married very long, you and Brittany, correct?
3: Two years. That's a long oh, time. That's a long <laughs> two time. Years. For years.
1: Okay. <laughs> two years. Two congratulations. Years.
3: Yeah, two, well, I think it's uh, a long time, but. How did that, two,
2: how did y'all meet? Tell, just give us a little bit. Well, she told story. it
3: last week. I heard her well, up here trying to make you're herself... You're not
2: getting off the hook.
3: <laughs> well, um, she was also in real estate, and I reached out to her because I had these shirts that uh, I did reach out to her a few times and I FaceTimed her one time I'd been drinking. Am I allowed to say that already? Yes. So I FaceTimed her. She didn't answer. And then she came over and she was like in love right after that with You think that's it? Is that right, Brittany? Well, she came came in and we went to lunch and we went to Sal's. And I'm the kind of person. Sal's? uh, Sal's Pizza. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, it used to be so good. So uh, me, uh, Weatherman, and Brittany, we went over there. And I'm the kind of guy, I don't care what I mean. I, I'm I'm gonna pig out I don't yeah. so she's like sitting right beside me and I'm just eating stuff in my you face you got a bib on right and no, she reaches over we didn't even know each other and she reaches over and she's cleaning my face up and <laughs> oh it's, my like, gosh. it's like it's um, like she made the first move I would say and um, mm-hmm. it was like I was a dog that couldn't get out of his bowl like I just kept yeah. eating she's trying to clean my face off but I really I, I may, it's just really what I am now I didn't really care it's who I am and and I would much rather you know who I am instead. Instead, discover something later you didn't like. But we just, we uh, we really just kind of gelled from from then. From day one. We we uh, had long conversations on the phone. We could hang out, and still to this day, I mean, we we still can just. I I really don't look forward to doing much other than hanging out with her. That's that's kind of yeah. that's kind of real life. Is. How is, is Lucky like he doing? He's not Ned, doing good. He's not doing good because <laughs> we. Uh, You know Miller. Yeah, yeah. Well, Lucky. I think Brittany probably talked about it last week. He's got a something. I don't know how to say. It's called DM. But he can barely walk. Yeah. His back legs are um, deteriorating, so he's going to be nine years old in about thirty less than thirty days now. So, boxer life is the longest. But uh, we love the guy. And uh, Nick's a fifteen-year-old teenager. He's going through life, figuring things out, and. We're loving him and pulling our hair out and hugging him <laughs> and, Doing and saying, all "Well, we're just we're just experiencing life and we just hope to be a good enough influence to where, whenever he's um, older, he's uh, he's got his life together." So, well, that's great. So I let's learned. go
1: forward in talking about uh, your uh, the, the things that you need to do to make a relationship work. We've talked about kind of some things <laughs> about making yourself. So tell us some of the things that you do to keep that together.
3: Rule number one is uh, be committed. The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And around our house, if um, that—I mean—that's—it's part of my business, but it's also part of my life. Like today, I know she was a little mad at me. Why? Well, I was, on, I, was, I, was watch, I watched football yesterday, and I watched. Hey, it bled in, Hey, it bled into all day today. <laughs> Wrestling. And, and those <laughs> th- those things aren't good. So, I've got to find ways to make that up to get recommitted.
1: Mm-hmm. so
3: uh but um i think number one is you got to pay you got to pay attention you got to pay attention to to them and make sure you're trying to get them everything that they want she asked a question yeah well hold on hold on let me okay one go question ahead some time i'm sorry bill didn't mean to interrupt you mm. but uh i, I think that i think what keeps us on track is we every uh every, every other tuesday this this week we will go to a marital therapist counselor. His name's Aaron Strong, and um, whenever I think about counseling, you know we've been going there probably four years now, right. three or four years. I like it when he starts pointing the finger at somebody. Hey, <laughs> it's your fault or it's your fault. But it's never like that. It's really about staying connected. So finding a way to stay connected to your your uh your person is is how that's kind of our creed. So Amen. what was what was uh, LB's
2: question? Let me see here. She had some questions. Uh, uh, You're talking about Lee Talk. She said, yeah. Tommy's authentic, and I used to love listening to him and Brittany and Thursday nights talk about relationships with Lucky the Dog.
3: Yeah, we used to do a show called Straight from the Gut. That was a show I would do on Facebook. And, and the reason why I stopped doing it is my mom and uh, her, my stepdad, would chime in and he passed away unexpectedly and it just never felt the same. And it After was, that, yeah. yeah it was, so I stopped doing it and it's something that, now, um, I don't know if I'd want to bring it back, but me and my wife are both very active together on social media and our, our stuff. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's really good. How is your, your mom is still here, right? In still example. alive. Yeah. Yes. She's still alive. I don't <laughs> even <laughs>
3: know if she knows I'm on here tonight, but yeah, my mom's still. Did you think you were coming No, up. I didn't. I didn't right. tell many people. Linda Well
1: <laughs> yeah. I she bet Linda's be a, proud of you now.
3: Well, I think she I think she's always gonna say she was proud of me, mm-hmm. but she's always been my biggest fan. Single mom, my dad died when when I was fifteen and before that he had some health issues, so it was really my mom that raised me and she's always been my hero. So it was whenever Cardone talked about do it for your mom that it really I mean I hurt. got emotion. I can start crying right now thinking about how how I don't want to let my mom down. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a power source. That's a source of energy, a source of um, just that it's a driving factor for me.
1: Well, I want Great to know stuff. about conflict. If we're talking about relationships, conflict yeah. in relationships yeah. how do you and dealing with it.
3: Well, I think it, I think it begins with being, com- uh, being um, connected. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to deal, this is part of the sales process that I teach every day. And I'm honestly a lot better at teaching it than living it. Than doing Especially it. Especially with my wife, because my wife is that one person that can rattle me. Mm-hmm. Because um, if she says something, it, it hits these raw spots. Your raw spots are from your past. And when these reminders pop up, there's this feeling you get that tells a story of your past. Right. If all that makes sense. Sure. So uh, the way you, uh, conflict is going to happen, but it's, it's it can definitely be handled better if... You stop worrying about what you're trying to get out of it. So, like whenever, whenever I tell, tell my people on the team that the first thing you're trying to do is you're trying to, you're really not trying to solve anything logical. I'm just trying to get you in a better emotional state, right? And that's really by agreeing, understanding the other person's viewpoint. But whenever you get mad, all you can do is talk about your side of the story. You're providing great logical examples about how you're right and how they're wrong, but that doesn't fix anything Whenever the solution the, the solution is listening the solution is being empathetic empathy is like this hey I'm sorry you feel that way yeah I'm sorry you feel that way instead of, like, instead of instead of instead of going from I'm sorry you feel that way until trying to prove your feelings wrong because your feelings aren't wrong Mm-mm. the feelings are real the story may be a little off but most of the time, people don't sit with someone when they express their thoughts or their concerns or their complaints. They immediately get on the defensive and say why they did it or why they're wrong. But understanding, we got to get connected. Right. So let me listen. Let me hear you out. You are, I see you as a person. Let me listen without trying to solve the problem.
2: Great stuff.
1: That is great. I and think
2: there's three things that affect everybody. It doesn't matter if you're a man or woman. If you're a Harvard grad or a truck driver, if you're black or white or whatever, Democrat Republican, that's finances, romances, and health, especially with you, health you right said now. That with last COVID. Week, I yeah, to that. yeah. Mm-hmm. Finances, romances, and health. Do y'all still use the? Can you tell us what Ford stands for in the selling process?
3: I, I don't, but uh, I do. It's uh, family, occupation, recreation, and dreams, but. I teach it a little bit different. Drew's talking about it right there. Agree and assure. Um, but he he understands what what I'm talking about. So why why assure. do
1: you teach what we were just talking about? Why is that part of your sales? Because I,
3: I go through a training. I've been going through Cardone's training program since about 2013, and this is. The most important thing you can do when you're resolving conflict is agree with them. It does not take two people to solve a problem. It takes one person to adapt the other person's problem or uh, adapt their point of view.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So, so immediately immediately teaching yourself to calm down and find ways to agree with what they're saying. It's just what they're saying. You could say it's, it's daylight out there right now. And you may really believe that, but I'm like, Bill, you're an idiot. It's <laughs> it's dark outside, but it's, I, I need to understand why you think it's right uh, daylight. Only right. in Alaska right now. It could, that's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I know when you're dealing with people, it's just like in relationships, I guess, when you've got a team of people or you've got a spouse at home or a child. Mm-hmm. It's all the same.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, that's what good. I
2: tell you, with my own relationships, it's like what I see – a factor is a shame and guilt.
3: Yeah, I love to do it. And those.
2: pride and ego. Mm-hmm. They go hand mm-hmm. in hand. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm just speaking about me. Yeah, whenever I can shame you, I feel better about my little it insecurities. Me, right. That little person inside me feels good. I feed him. I feed <laughs> that little guy what he wants.
1: I know. It's hard not to do. And then when you're really mad, it feels good. And then oh, I good. feel guilty, though. Yeah, I'm the worst. Yeah. I'm always like, I'm sorry. I'm you're sorry. You're not
2: revengeful, are you?
1: Can be, but yeah, usually not. Only with my, you know, with my significant other. That's when I could re- because they make me madder than anybody else. I normally never get mad. You
2: hurt the closest people to you. Yep.
3: Typically, is what I have found out.
1: So what I'm hearing is that it takes work, and I like your commitment. That's, that's everything's
3: it. commitment. The way you do one thing is the way you do everything.
2: Commitment, and you oh, like
3: whenever I go into the bathroom and somebody peed on the floor, if I'm allowed to say that on the radio, sure. I got to clean it up because right. I saw it. And if I don't clean that up, I know some—it's going to cost me something because I'm allowing, I'm allowing these things to to happen that I'm aware of.
1: You know who that reminds me of? I mean, he's very polarizing, but I love to listen to Joel Osteen, and he talks a lot about certain things like that. And sometimes when I'm like in the store and a shirt falls off the rack and nobody's around, you pick it I up, pick the dang shirt up because then I, it makes me feel so weird. And so but we, you don't anyway, put it on Facebook, little, do you? <laughs> no. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's just being a good person Well, and I think I think it's, it
3: goes back to these spiritual alignments that you have. And if you're someone that will let those kind of things go, you're also going to be that one person that lets these other things go that are going to hold you back in a relationship or in business.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So This is
3: great stuff.
2: I know.
1: This is good. So where are we going to go next, Bill? We're talking about relationships. What's the other thing we said we were going to talk about? Um, what was it, Tommy? Tommy. Okay. Well, let's just talk some let's more just keep about money. About
3: me. I got. I got Drew. He's you on s- here. Josh is on here. I don't. Josh. Don't know if, yeah. Josh is. There's. Busy. There's been a few comments. I don't know if there's anybody in the audience that. Holly wants to, Palmer Hughes.
2: Is Drew watching. Kilgore
1: says Josh Harold is usually responsible. for He's the for one it.
3: that pees
2: on the floor. <laughs> <I> don't care. <laughs> Josh? Yes.
1: Josh. 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 Yeah. Let's get it together. And this guy
2: is how old to say? He? Twenty. He's twenty. He had nine. What? Closings this last month. I believe. That's awesome. I love it's to like hear these success record. stories, you especially young people. I'll, I'll say something. I'm going to give John Jones some credit. And I heard this from him, And it's not The Energy Bus, which is a good book if you want <laughs> The Energy yeah. Bus. Me and my wife read it. You need to read that, Michael. I want yeah. to. Brit- After Brittany
1: said it last yeah. week. Yeah.
2: Well, being I have a 21 year old son, William, who's a junior in Tissue. Love him dearly. We all face trials and tribulations in life I, I, I compare myself to my son when I was 21 what was I doing when I was 21 Well I was in school I I was a little kind of a troublemaker because I made decisions based on self and then wonder why the consequences were were the way they were but John said this a long time ago and I probably heard it somewhere else is that as a parent you will you, you want to prepare the child for the path and not prepare the path for the child mm-hmm. and that's a big mm-hmm. does that make sense
3: yeah mm-hmm. to me that was uh, well i i think the, the way i say that's very similar to that but the best way to strengthen your kid is to or the, the best way to make it easier for them is to strengthen them not make it easy.
1: Right, That's the so, pains of growing yeah, up. Uh,
3: well, so that's, uh, so I don't have a kid. No, you know, we have a kid. Right. But, uh, like, I tell Brittany, hey, if we have another kid, here's how it's going to be. And she's are like, you, no, are,
2: no. You, are you telling us something? Well, no. Okay. I mean, All if right. it happened I mean, yeah. I
3: don't know if she'd want a kid or not. But sh- some days she might say yes, some days right. no. But I've got this image, if I was a dad, like, hey, I'd be tough. And she's like, no, you'd, you'd melt. But the reason why is like what you're saying. You've got to prepare people for the path, and if you can make mm-hmm. it a lot harder on them, the path gets easier. Like Sergeant that Carter from Gomer Pyle. That's right. Seriously,
2: no, not Powell, yeah. Move it, move it, move it.
1: <laughs> you know, I have no idea. I you're know who young. Gomer Pyle is, but I don't yeah. get the reference. What? But I appreciate. it. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. You you know, it's <laughs> it's all it's, it's 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 life is a
3: beautiful thing, you know.
1: Well, li- well, you know. life
2: gets
3: easier the, the more, the more you put into it, the harder you work. Like my life, my life's a lot easier now than it used to be. And I'm, I'm teaching all these people that work there. How, how do you get your future right? See, most people they just have no idea how to get their future, right? How to get their money, right? How to get their relationships, right? And there's a lot of work that goes into building this momentum to where, when things are going, when, when the momentum's rolling, life's a lot easier.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I can remember. see that. So, yes. So, you I know, did. I talk
3: to them a lot about. I'm teaching these guys about money, you know, because most of my life, I was never really educated on on how to how to get money. Right. So, keep it, a,
2: save it, and it and work hard make, and make it
3: work for you. Work Hard for yeah. it. And you know what? What I have found is those things didn't pay off. That wasn't the payoff. The work hard was not the answer I was looking for. There was that was part of it, but it wasn't everything.
1: Well, what are some other things that you talk about?
3: I well about money or about things about, in general. About money. Well, I think it all begins with your attitude. And if you're somebody that if is if making money is hard for you, you're going to say this. I don't want to. I don't want money because I associate the hard with money. It's too tough. It's too hard. Yeah. So I believe your attitude's got to be right. I think you got to have skills. Like that's why we teach them how to sell, how to brand, how to promote. You've got to you've got to have good networks. That's I mean, a big one, isn't it? Well, you're you're a master uh, networker. I mean, I would say you may be the best individual networker in this town.
2: Are you talking about Michael Lynn? No, He's I'm talking, talking I'm about, talking about I'm yeah, talking I, about you. Talking about Brother, you, Bill, for sure. Hey, I appreciate that. Do you You're, want to tell a story about me
3: when a question is? Well, I'm I, I answer, <laughs> let me, Hey, i want <laughs> to answer I wanna answer question. this okay. Question, okay. question. I'm sorry. I'm off track, it's not because about me. I do want to get I wanna give you credit for what you've done as far as building a big brand. Mm-hmm. You can monetize that now with good attitude. You do have to work hard. You do have to have some skills. You got to have the networks, but then it comes down to strategy. So there is a way to monetize Mr. Murfreesboro that you probably haven't even thought of, or someone hasn't shown you. So there's there's a lot more ways to making money than working hard. That's I agree. the hardest working. We went to Waffle House this morning, and those people in there are working a lot harder than I am. Right. But there's a big difference where they go home and where I go home. I'm not saying anything about them, but I'm just saying there's there's things that I've done that that they may or may not do.
2: What so, do you think the perception cuz you've been a realtor for 20, 20 years or what close to it. So I've been at 21 years and I've had a team too. I was uh, had a team in – two. I think the most I sold in one year was 100 houses. Good job. 2005, right before it go. tanked. <laughs> but the thing is You've, it is about it is about working hard but working
3: smart right well that's the strategy part that yeah. i was talking about it's working uh, smart well i mean i believe in in leverage and like i said we're approaching 20 people but here's where it gets challenging is my dream has to be big enough for those 20 people to fit in there so think about what i've got to risk i remember i remember when i first started spending money on the team and you were like freaking out yeah, a little so, bit. Yeah, oh, I was like terrified skim, like I hired, uh, the first time I hired somebody I was terrified mm-hmm. and uh, you can't, you can't have anything in life without people supporting you. It ain't, it ain't about working hard. It's about who can I get to come over here and we've got this little dream together. That we're going to go do something big, your fan club and your team. Well, but you, but who wanted to come work with a dude living with his mama? You know, mm. I had to get all these things right. Right. Then I had to show other people, hey, let me show you how I can help you. So, there's a there's a lot of I'm a big believer in personal development. You know, hours a day, I'm 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 willing to commit to doing that. Do you still do the classes? Like you know, when I was over, you used to do classes. Yeah, every day. And don't you have it where anybody can stop by? Yeah, anybody yeah. can come by there. They say they will, and they, they don't. don't. And here's what that tells me. The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Mm. If you tell me you're going to come over, and this is something else I really want to talk about after this. But uh, do we have a break coming up?
1: Um, No, we're good. we got about six minutes.
3: Okay. So whenever they say they're going to come over there and they don't, that tells me they have these goals that they won't follow through on. Because the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Mm. I'm going to come over here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to come do that. They never do. And to me, that's indications that you'll give up whenever your emotions tell you to. So here's something very powerful. Here's a little nugget that I learned from a friend of mine. That's a mentor. That's he's a famous, uh, Instagram influencer. His name's Bradley he calls him, well, I'm not going to go into all the things that he talked about, but if you really want to improve your self esteem, your self confidence, there's this one hack, there's this one trick. Think of yourself like this. How many times throughout your life have you said that you're going to do something that you didn't do? I'm going to go on a diet. I said I wasn't going to drink all week. I'm going to work out. I started drinking on Wednesday, Yeah, you know, and didn't stop until two hours ago. (laughs) (laughs) Can I say that? But but whenever you say you're going to do these things and you don't do it, imagine it's just like whenever you're talking to yourself, there's a future version inside of you, okay, that either believes you or they don't believe you. So if Bill was telling you he's going to do these things and he never did, you'd lose faith in him. You Mm -hmm. wouldn't trust him. Actually, you'd begin to hate Bill because he never followed through. The same thing happens with yourself. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm the person. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. So I tell all the people, like, there's a guy, a new guy, Edward Kilgore, Drew's brother, Eddie Kilgore's son. son. <laughs> I go, uh, he comes in there, and I'm like, dude, you got to write down these five things. you got to do them every day because the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. The reason why we're doing this, Edward, is over time you're going to replace these five small things with bigger things and you're going to start to feel better about yourself. So mm-hmm. anytime you say you're going to do something and you don't, you let your, you actually you, let over, you actually begin to hate yourself right Most people, I know this whenever people act like they're so confident but they don't do what they say they're going to do, I, I, I feel bad for them because I know deep down they're struggling.
1: Right. I mean that is that let that sink in a little bit. That's wow. some, you know, even when I want to procrastinate or whatever, it's, you know, can't, you're letting yourself down or whatever.
2: Well, well, well. Is yes. there
1: So I want to know, Tommy, does do you get overwhelmed you are building this brand. You've got people under you that you're helping and teaching and leading. That's got to be stressful sometimes.
3: I only get overwhelmed one time or, or under one circumstance. This is funny. <laughs> it's when I've actually got to do something. because i've hired so many people in my life to do this like one day me and my wife we went to nashville and we're coming back and pick no we went (laughs) to see a a buddy of ours in the hospital okay and i'm like so used if i need something hey i need lunch go get it so i was calling i was like well i'll call somebody and have it brought in right then so like whenever clients call because i don't i don't work with clients anymore they they, they're kind of i make sure they're taken care of with superior service. with your specialist actually yeah. they get a better experience without me because of the people that i manage to make sure it's delivered right. i get overwhelmed whenever i got to do something <laughs> if i've got the responsibility now what do i do this is on me i got so like my wife will talk about my like i'm very impatient because i don't like those things hanging over me mm-hmm. so the only time i become overwhelmed is when i'm responsible for something that I personally got to do and I can't delegate it. That's when I get overwhelmed. So we're going to talk about
2: grocery shopping when we come back.
1: Yes, well, <laughs> we do <laughs> we have a few few more minutes before we before we take our last break and we'll thank our sponsors then, but you we'll know, I want to go back to something real quick Bill that Tommy said a minute ago and about a lot of people love you. You do a great networking job and you do a lot for this city. So we do, well, I just wanted to go back and wrap that it,
2: thought up. Yeah, that means lot coming from from Tommy who uh means a lot it means a lot when i hear that and i do i just try to be genuine you know well i I
3: think also that uh this is right in your this has come along this social media thing has come along right in your wheelhouse your your mr murphy's brawl stuff it's extremely interesting you know murphy's brawl now Mm -hmm. you've got a distribution channel where you can put it out there so it's 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 really a perfect storm of things coming together and you can like give back Right. What you know, but I mean I think I think you do a phenomenal job. Thank you, Tommy.
1: Yes, I think Thank so you, brother. too. So well, you know what? Why don't we go ahead and just take a little break and when we come back we are gonna finish up our conversation with Tommy Davidson? It's been a great show tonight. Great so show. uplifting, a lot of things I know I'm gonna be thinking about, so don't go anywhere, we'll be right back. Thank you.
0: Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 D&J Ruthie Awards, and she's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile and personally taking care of her customers. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203 here in Murfreesboro. Reach her by phone, 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Garrison Fork Trucking is a small trucking business located in Middle Tennessee. They aim to provide the highest quality of services for their shippers and receivers and offer the opportunity of job stability and quality of life for their drivers. Benefits include paid orientation and training, performance bonuses, no force dispatch, truck remains with the team, referral bonuses, direct deposit weekly, competitive pay, and a flexible schedule. Give them a call at 615-721-2286 or online at garrisonforktrucking.com. Old Stone Golf Course in Manchester is the place to start your game in golf. Located next to the picturesque Duck River, it's a 9-hole course and costs $18 including a cart, $15 for veterans, and if you're 12 and under, it's free with a playing adult. Old Stone Fork Golf Course is located 5 minutes off I-24, off exit 105. The phone number is 931-945-0366. BioRenew Clinic is the place for you. Nutritional deficiencies are replaced to optimize your health and well being. Services include bio identical hormone replacement therapy, IV infusion, anti aging, energy enhancing detoxification, and immunity boosting protocols. They're located at 803 North Thompson Lane, Suite 104 here in Murfreesboro. Phone number is 615 603 8957. That is BioRenew Clinic.
1: We are back. You're listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. I'm Michael Lynn White here with Bill Wilson.
2: Hey everybody. I'm and sorry to hear that the Braves are losing. Maybe they will come back. They did last night. So anyway.
1: Well Bill, I think we need to, we were just talking about our awesome sponsors. We could not do this show without our sponsors and of course all of our listeners that we appreciate so much. So Bill is going to thank our sponsors. That's
2: right. Here we go. I would like to thank uh, Rhonda McCrary, who's with Iberia Bank.
1: Hello, Rhonda. If we love Rhonda. If you're
2: needing a mortgage, give Rhonda McCrary a call. If you're needing a good closing, if, you're, if you've got things going on uh, with law or uh, closing for real estate, give Tabitha Keene a, ca- uh, a call at Regal Title in West Maine. If you have baseball cards, here's what's so crazy right now. Since COVID for the last 18 months, a lot of people haven't been working. They go to their closet. They find some old baseball cards. And there might be one baseball card worth $5,000. There you go. And go see Nate the Great Burns at Grand Slam Collectibles. If you're wanting a new job, you want to see the country, (laughs) give Bill Walker and Gina Burgess a call at Garrison Fort Trucking. And if you want to learn how to play golf, I I believe everybody, if you're from Murfreesboro or this area, everybody started – at a golf course Mine was the VA Which I'm Tom you've played the VA A long time ago uh, But he's not really a golfer But Old Stone Fort In Manchester Is a great place If you have a child If you're learning It's a nine hole Right by the Duck River Go by and see Tink Groover He looks just like Mark Twain I swear to you Is
1: that right And
2: uh, yes, yeah, a great Great golf course It's nine holes It's like Ten dollars To play nine holes Something mm-hmm. like that Great people, great people. Those are our sponsors.
1: Well, thank you all so much. And, Bill, we appreciate you get out there hustling, as only Mr. Murfreesboro could do. So thank you,
3: thank
2: you.
1: We have a few more minutes left, so we're going to wrap this up with Tommy Davidson, Good Time Tommy. And so we just want to know, so what's the biggest thing you're working on right now? Or one one thing that you're really excited about?
3: (coughs) Selling a 1,000 houses.
1: <laughs> that's good. Hey, how many, that's what
3: do you look
2: at how many years from now? Three ten. Years? Within ten. 10.
1: Okay. Ten?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's good. So you talked a little bit about your personal development. You're big on that every day. Mm-hmm. Tell me some of the things you do or some, like, books or whatever that's important.
3: Well, I'm a believer. I, I, I really absorb, like, two people's content, and I go really, really deep into understanding so I can really make better decisions based off knowing it, mastering the material, so Cardone and Coach Bird are two of the people that I really, really follow. And uh, my life got a lot easier whenever I got a lot better. So, to, to develop those skills, you got to get the information. And until then, I didn't really have a source or an idea or even a thought of what could I know, what could I learn that could improve my life. And I'm, I'm a really, I mean, I, I spend, uh, I have probably spent a few hundred thousand dollars on my personal development. And, you know, even when I was struggling with money, I started, uh, I started to um, put it into myself. And I remember one time I was telling Brittany, hey, we're going to go to Miami and we're going to go meet Cardone. This was probably in 2017, maybe. Yeah. And it was 5000 bucks for 15 minutes. You know, wow. That's, but I went there and we uh, she couldn't believe I was going to pay that much money to meet that guy. But we went, we were there for probably four hours with him. And it was probably... I went there. I spent five thousand dollars to spend that time with him, and then they sold me a twenty six thousand dollars package.
1: Oh my goodness! So <laughs>
3: mentoring. Th- <laughs> but it was it was kind of like that, yeah. And it just it just showed me that um, number one, investing in yourself will always pay you back. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that you're going to invest in, but paying. Uh, but there's no guarantee like like making yourself better. And that was that was probably the the best thing I've ever done. Self improvement,
1: amazing, and so. What I'm hearing a lot of is really, you've got. It's cool to learn all these things, but if you don't act on it, I have to struggle with that sometimes. Acting on the things that you Self-doubt. know what I mean, putting yeah. it through, like doing it, follow through, doing the thing.
3: Yeah, well, nothing, nothing, nothing matters if you know it and you don't act on it. Mm-hmm. So you've got to, you've got to force yourself. And we talk about three things in my office: commitment, confidence, and courage. Those are the three things. So whenever someone comes there, like Drew Kilgore, the first day he showed up, he didn't know it was a job interview. I'm like, hey, he said, he quit his job. Hey, I want to come work for you. Come up there tomorrow. He came up there, and he's like, hey. So he thought it was going to be some kind of a formal interview, and I'm like, hey, dude, pick Suit up the and phone. and tie. <laughs> well, I was like, pick up the phone. Just start calling people. Right. Call these people. Right. And the people that won't confront that fear don't last. They 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 don't stay there. And Drew, they're gonna say no. Well, Drew just came in. And he started calling people. Josh, the the twenty year old. They called Noah, Hayden, all these people there. They just they come in there and they call Edward. How many they, calls do
2: you think uh, realistically to 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 get a good hit or to make a a oh, sale man, or listing? A hundred
3: a hundred. I see. That's the thing. I don't even care about right because. There's the spiritual things, the courage muscle that I want do you it. to build. So like Drew, he just made a he just said something. What What is he saying?
1: He said put a, he put a phone in my hand as soon as I walked in the door. There you
3: <laughs> so I wanted him to make 50 calls, and, and honestly, there's probably not going to be much that comes out of it other than this. They're moving forward with outflow. Outflow creates inflow. So whenever you're pushing out outflow phone calls or whatever, business finds you and and a lot of people they want to do something like you're saying michael but they don't have the courage to do it so they don't do it do you think a lot of it's handling rejections when somebody i think i think i think a lot of it is that but a lot of it is they just don't know they don't know what to do what like like Mm -hmm. i was telling you to go somewhere and you didn't know how to do it, it wouldn't be that you're rejected. It would be, I don't know what to do. Yep. Tell me, I'm just paralyzed. What do I do? So whenever, whenever you come over there with us, you really are going to be taught how to do things. Right.
1: And pushed out of your comfort zone, I guess. What he's <laughs> saying is like, okay, let's do it. Let's well, just do it right now.
3: Yeah. That To me, if it if it's something that scares you, it's an indicator you need to do it.
1: Mm-hmm i've heard that before and i'm like oh goodness because that means i gotta do something and That's i'm scared all. to do it yeah so but, now what but,
3: do I okay do? but but here's the here's the here's the uh what happens whenever you, you you know you're supposed to do something but you don't do it you're the one that lives with that mm-hmm. do you want to disappoint that future version of you or do you want to reinforce it that i'm not going to amount to what i want to mm-hmm.
1: and another thing as women i would love to hear britney's part on this you mentioned earlier about emotions let your emotions control you i str- I, I deal with that a self-control. lot. self-control well here's
3: well here's a self disclaimer you know here's what's crazy i don't deal well with women mm. that, that come i just don't really know how to handle them really you know uh, no and lately i've had so many girls want to come work there and they're there and i'm like can I talk to her like I do him? Or I mean what where's the boundary here? Because I really don't feel as um I don't feel like I can help them as much. I got this hang up. I wish I could go. I was out gonna there. say
2: what what is it? What do you think it is?
3: Well I just think they I think they we well, hear things different. I can talk to you different than I can talk to you. And I'm more comfortable talking to you about this stuff because I can just flat out call you out on something. Right. As a matter of fact, I wish I could go out there and say, if you're a 23 year old guy, I want you to come work here. But they say I can't do that. Is that illegal?
1: Right, right. because well, why not girls? Well, that's <laughs> well, I, yeah. Yeah, I,
3: I, But but discriminations. But within. we've had we've had several new girls in the last two weeks come over there, and I've been very impressed because they're 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 buying in, they're doing it. I just don't. Because over there, it's like Sergeant Carter. Yeah, it, it. It is going to be full of energy. It is. It is going to be. It is going to be intense. And I don't want to hurt their feelings, but you know, I got this girl named Lorima. I ain't talk about Lorima. She's she's the integrator. Her and Van do so much, but uh Van. But Lorima, she fits in. She's Laotian, but I call her my little Chinese friend or Mexican. <laughs> I mean, I'm right. I'm always making reference that she that's not her ethnic ethnicity right ethnicity but but i'm doing that just to be funny that's my way of connecting right. whenever whenever uh, we're scarred humans or we've got these raw spots there's always a way we cope whenever humor. Uh, humor you use that i'm a humor guy yeah and this is the way i connect to you as i might say something stupid Biance. something goofy this is yeah
1: <laughs> no i like that i think that's good and with women that's one reason why i love to work around women i guess because i'm comfortable and that's like britney i wanted her own because of the things she's doing and i love i used to work with all women and i loved it and we were all bffs and now i work with all men which is hilarious but they're sweet they're very <laughs> well, sweet my, and my, my
3: wife would hate to work with me she would hate it hmm did she? Did she ever? She worked there for a little bit. Like, no. no, no, never. She was in real estate, but never with me. With you. That's what? What?
1: No. what the doc says. He says he would go insane. I would, and I'd probably well, love it. Well,
3: Mare and I worked together,
2: and she would. Yeah, I think it's it's a it's a special thing. But uh, I know that men want to be respected, and women want to be listened to. Yes. Right, and dotted over, and dotted over. I think over. we
3: all want to be listened to. I yeah.
2: think we all want to be heard and be loved and cared yeah. for, and all that good stuff. Man, I tell you what, I've learned a lot. I, I have too. This has
1: been so great. I need, I
2: need to say something. I left out Bio Renew Stevie Smoot. If you need a B twelve shot or a little pick me up, go by, Doc, uh Stevie Smoot on Thompson Lane. And then if you need wheels tires. Come down here to South Church Street to Wheelworks and see my friend Mitch Robinson. You know Mitch. I
3: know Mitch. Great guy. Awesome.
2: Mr. Thank Mr. you for that, Bill.
1: Well, this is good. We are um, about to wrap up the show. And, Tommy, thank you so much for coming here tonight and staying up late and imparting all this Way wisdom. Way past
3: my bedtime, but it, it was actually fun. <laughs> thank you, brother.
1: Good. It was fun. And thank you all for listening. And thank you everyone who commented on Facebook. We will be back next week. See you then.